Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Luke 8, 23 to 25. The Bible says, But as they sailed, he fell asleep. And there came down a storm of wind on the lake, and they were filled with water and were in jeopardy. And they came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, we perish. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, and they ceased, and there was a calm. And he said unto them, Where is your faith? And they, being afraid, wondered, saying one to another, What manner of man is this? For he commanded even the winds and water, and they obey him. Somebody say, ease by faith. Say, ease by faith. Please take your seat. Briefly, I give you a charge. This year, you shall have ease in every area of your life. It is the will of God for you to walk in ease. God does not want any of his children to suffer. Christ has suffered for us. And for every child of God, the will of God is that you will see the end of every trouble that comes to you. That troubles will never see your end. That is the will of God. God's will is that in the end, you will have a testimony. You will have a song of praise. It is the will of God that no matter whatever you are encountering or you would encounter in this life, in the end, that you will sing a new song of testimony unto our God. Praise the Lord. Life is full of storms. Storms, whether you are with Jesus or Jesus is with you, whether Jesus is in you or Jesus is not in you, life is life. Life is full of storms. In this particular occasion, Jesus was on the sea with his disciples. Verse 28, and the Bible said, he fell asleep because he was a man. So Jesus sleeps. When he was on earth as a man, he slept. If you are a man and you are not sleeping, you are in trouble. Praise the Lord. And so he fell asleep. But as they sailed, he fell asleep. And there came down a storm of wind on the lake. So your pathway can be distorted by storms. The lake was the road they were traveling on. 
Sea travel is called sailing. So as they were sailing on the sea, Luke chapter 8, verse 23, the Bible said, A storm of wind came up against them, but Jesus was asleep. And they were filled with water and were in jeopardy. One of the things that I've realized in scripture is that anytime a storm comes up against a child of God, it will fill your life with something. This storm of wind came and filled their lives or their boat with water. For some people, the storm that comes into their lives or that blows against them fills them with divorce. For some, it fills them with indebtedness. For some, it fills them with sickness. It's, that's the kind of water the storm of wind fills the lives or the boats of people with. For some, it fills them with unemployment. After the national service, now it's like you have come on retirement. You would try. It doesn't work. It's a storm. <laughs> Somebody said the storm is over. So different people have different storms. Some of them are. The storm is something that is very subtle. That it, it takes revelation even to know that this is the storm of water. Hey. So whenever there is a storm, your life gets filled with something. And if you are not careful, what the storm fills your life with can preoccupy you until you will never recover. These people, Bible says that they kept, I mean, what do you call it? Drawing the water out of the boat. They kept drawing it out of the boat and the water kept coming. It's, like it's relentless. <laughs> you can be so preoccupied with the water of the storm of wind that you might spend all your life. I don't know who God is talking to. Are you the one? You might spend all your life trying to scoop out the water of the storm from your life, from your boat. And that can become the concentration and the focus of your life. A relationship can become the only focus that takes over your life. Wanting to free the boat of water. Wanting to free. So you see that your concentration will be on the matter troubling you. Hey. But tonight I'm going to show you something greater than that. So you see that in that verse 23, the water filled, they were filled with water and were in jeopardy. Because that water in your life, the purpose of it is to jeopardize your life. Jeopardize your destiny. Jeopardize your journey. And if possible, kill you. There are some of us sitting here, the devil is surprised that we didn't die of what he hit us with. But you are not dying. You ain't dying, baby. Amen. Tell someone, I ain't, dying. I ain't dying. I will still be standing. Serious. Some of the things you went through, the people told you that by the time I'm through, I, by the time I finish, I, I would deal with you. And you are still here. Because you have been created to see the end of the storm. 
the storm will not see your end. <laughs> Another re reality of this is that even when Jesus is in your boat, the storm is still welcome. Even when Jesus is in your life, the storm is still what? Welcome. So it is not strange when you say, I'm a Christian, why, why is this? No, Jesus is there and the water is filling the boat. So being unemployed as a believer is, is a reality. But there's a way to turn it around. Being a believer and having a marriage that is on the rock is another reality. Some even, it, it, it gets broken down and there is divorce. It's a reality. Believers, like unbelievers, some take seed, pregnancy, and they miscarry it. It's a reality. Are you here? Some give birth and the babies die. It's a reality. Some travel and die on the road. It's a reality. As, as long as we are here on earth, Whatever happens to the unbelievers, we are also subject to the same natural laws. Praise the Lord. Our faith and the operations of our faith gives us an edge, an advantage over the things that happens to all men, which is common to all men. Look at Job. It was God who was testifying about Job to the devil. When the devil had not even seen him, God said, I got a guy. The guy is so good. The guy is holy and wealthy. Have you seen that guy? The guy is too powerful. The devil said, let me go have a check on him. He went, he said, no, this guy is serving you because of his wealth. And God said, no, I've tested his heart. I've seen that this guy is pure in heart. The devil said, okay, let's try this. For nine months, Job's trouble, they were just within nine months too. Yes, eight, nine man, pa, pa, pa. 42 chapters for a nine month trouble. How many chapters have you written? Tell somebody, Jare, your own a small matter. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm preaching this message. <laughs> because sometimes when you are fasting, devil will come and question you. So, all the fast you have been fasting, why is it that this thing is still there? Tell them, Job. You have to, you have, to have a reply. That what? Job. And in case he says, no, Job is a, tell them, even Jesus. One day I'll preach a message called even Jesus. It will be nice. Even Jesus, they spat on him. They slapped him. They nailed him to a cross. They strip him naked. If they did that to even Jesus, who am I? <laughs> Doing it to me, you know, it can never discourage me. <laughs> hey, I'm feeling it. Sometimes when you have water from the storm entering your life, the only thing it wants to attack is your faith. Is your what? It's your faith. Your faith is what? That's why Satan will be dealing with your head. He wants to deal with your head and your heart. If he can reach out to your head and your heart, he's in charge. So he'll be telling you, if, you are, if your prayers are really powerful, if you are really a Christian, why is this thing happening to you? 
I'm here to tell you it's a lie. Are you here at all? If, I, if nothing like that ever comes into your life, your work with God is fake. Think about it. Jesus said in this life, you shall be persecuted. You shall be trialed. So if he said in this life, I've overcome. So if life is butter and bread for you and everything is smooth, Satan has not recognized you. If your faith is potent, Satan will recognize you. A sign that your faith is really on is the kind of battles you find yourself in. And if you are here and you are fighting battles, I'm telling you, you are now building momentum for your faith. Build it. Build it. 23 says, it filled them and it was to jeopardize them, put them in jeopardy. Then the Bible says something very clear in verse number 24. Very clear. It says that, and they came to him. You see, the, the, the essence of the storm is for you to isolate yourself. It's for you to cut off. It's for you to sometimes even forget that you are a child of God. The storm has the ability to redefine who you think about yourself. What you think about yourself and what you think about your God. So when these people went to Jesus, they even went to accuse him. That is what the storm is meant to do. It's meant for you to begin to accuse the, the, the nature and the power of God. The, the, most of the time when people are going through trouble they say I want to have some time for myself That's why they don't come to church they, they exclude and seclude themselves am I preaching at all so I, I need to, how can you even do that I need some solitude I want to sort myself out I'm telling you you cannot sort yourself out you, you are not created like that so, the storm was supposed to make them to cut off from Jesus. And as long as they were cut off from him, they struggled all day long. Until 24. When they went to him, the Bible said, and they came to him and awoke him. So, there is a way that you can activate the presence of God. In the midst, are you following here at all? They came and I see everything we are seeing here is a metaphor. Jesus is asleep and all of that. So it's like when God is not turning his ears to they came to him. They sought him and they awoke him. So you can be in church and you don't know how to get him to wake up for you. Because you, sometimes you think coming to church is it. Coming to church, that's why I'm teaching you how to pray. You should know how to activate the presence of God. You, you should know how to provoke, invoke the presence of God to work in your favor. They came to him and they awoke him. They said, Master, Master, we perish. Other translations say that, don't you care that we are perishing? And that is what the storm is supposed to do. He wants you to question God. But here you see the proper rendering. He said, Master, Master, we perish. <laughs> we are in trouble. 
So when you come to the presence of God, you come to God and you love him and you know he loves you, you are open with him. When something is going on in your there is no shame. There is no shame in a child of God being in one circumstance, situation or the other. There is no shame about it. Are you here at all? In fact, if the devil finds out that you are too sensitive to the negativities that happens in your life, he will load you with, he, he even load you with um, this thing that they put food in for children to go to church. How do you even call it? Flask. When I was going to school, they didn't call it flask. Canteen, I mean. He will give you a canteen. Is it not canteen? You say, yes, canteen. Fly, what is flask? The original is called canteen. That is a mobile canteen with you. <laughs> it's a backup stomach. <laughs> he will load you because you are sensitive. Some people are very sensitive. Hey, this and that has happened to me. Hey, people here. Hey, once you become like that, he sees that you are like that. Oh, every day you'll be doing business with him. You have to get to that point where you are naked and you are not ashamed with God. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Because if he can make you ashamed, then he can get you to indulge in things that you are not supposed to do. And then he will use the indulgence to create guilt for you. And the power of sin is guilt. So he can hold you a slave forever. I've told you my life. I have perched with people several times. I have eaten leftover from people severally. I was a friend to little, little children in the area because they are the best people to give you food. <laughs> yes, adults are too logical. But children, when you play with them well, when they get their food, they share with you. It's a strategy, like fasting. It's a strategy. The wisdom started no be today. Oh. So you can tell each other if you don't give me to, I'm not playing with you. Children like they are play partners. Uncle take, uncle take. <laughs> if you know what you are, I'm saying, say ja. There is no shame in it, baby. <laughs> I've been there before, been there before. <laughs> Can we see the scripture? I'm not ashamed. The Bible said, then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water and they ceased and there was a calm. Wow. So when the people saw this thing, this is Jesus did this thing as an example to teach them how to handle your own storms. That when storms are raging in your life, don't shut up. Don't keep sleeping. Wake up and speak against the storm right in its face. Hey, you say you are going to kill me. I'm telling you, you are not the one to kill me. You can't kill me. 
I will see your end in the name of Jesus. Is somebody here at all? So, he just rebuked the storm and the raging. He rebuked the water and the raging storm and he said, my friend, my friend, my friend, don't come here at all. And the Bible said, they ceased. And there was calm. One of the things I've learned is that Satan is very obedient. Storms are very obedient. The raging of the storms, they are very obedient. Once you rebuke them, they correct themselves. I don't know if God is talking to somebody here. You see, because when a problem looks like a mountain in your head, you will never go around it. You have to understand the nature of the devil and problems. Jesus rebuked and they ceased and there was calm. That's your calm in this life is in your mouth. The peace you so desire is in your mouth. If you can speak to the storm, you can raise your voice and pray and challenge it. Tell somebody, challenge the storm. Challenge it. Look, things in this life, anything that wants to come into your life will come fighting you. Will come challenging your roots. So when you rise up, you say, ha, I'm too nice not to marry. I will challenge this. I'm going to marry you. I will have children. Challenge it. Don't just be sad about the matter as if uh, challenge it. Tell somebody, challenge it. Challenge. You think I'm going to be a tenant forever? You have to challenge that, that kind of a thing. Challenge it. Somebody will tell you, What's a mere thing to do? Anything a man worry about me, Jaiu, be a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. Real men don't want timid women. Re only foolish men. I'm telling you. Real men want industrious women. Industrious women are not quiet. Industrious women are much imagine. But the head is not for carrying wood. Don't let anybody make you timid and say that because here yeah, I want to make sure what you're doing constructively. I say, who is that? Who is that? Who is that? There are justices in the high court who are women. Who are what? Women. Sitting on the same bench with men. Can you imagine that the last two chief justices the you know, last the third one and the, just the past one, they were all women. Our attorney general is a woman. We are better two Moses here. Then you are there and you are in marriage. Now they say because you have two breasts, you know, you don't have a brain. What do you mean? Who told you that a chest equals to brain? If you are a woman here, yeah, a sign that you are foolish means you can't share your mind. You're a foolish woman. And no correct man wants to marry a foolish woman. Because when I'm talking business with you, 
Pesa wo chile wa jwenye. Adi ene nkoyi ya ma miunze nkoyi ye. Enyansu enze miura. Nau di chile se ponkwa ya teo swa. Ye chuko. How helpful are you? Mepe kampe ne pa. Enyansu enze makafa dogs ne. When I say, hey, doggy, hi, puppy, and then say, those ones who are camping, don't you see that some people do a, a walk with their dogs? Some people can lie to you when they want to deal with you and confuse you. you say, the reason why you are not married is because who bought life for the dog? It's a lie. Which correct man will marry you? But life. Yeah, then. But life. You're sharp. You're clean. You're nice. Look gracious and glorious. Nice. This is what Ariana yet and Tantina, Ariana Pabisa. Oh, Tariana sing. Tell somebody, it's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. All the nice guys in the church, they look for the nice, nice ladies. Yeah. They want women with presence. Don't just be, you are there and it's like you have disappeared. We can't see you because amongst us, you know, you are the crama in you are the rag. The rag in our midst for cleaning spillovers. Better offering, Jifa, better. To offering, I don't know. Tell someone, let, no, let nobody lie to you. Hey. So these people, just, they just woke up Jesus and Jesus rebuked the storm. Listen, I want you to become spiritually very confrontational. Just watch it. So. Spiritually. If you are not even doing it physically. Because not everybody has a wisdom like that. But spiritually, confronting. Confronting. You have to accept your lot that I'm a child of God. Things will come after me. So me too, I'm ready to defend myself and to attack. Praise the Lord. When Jesus woke up, now he knew what to do. He was an attack-minded player. Not a defense. Attack! He woke up, he said, ah! Why is this thing happening around here? You people are crying. My friend, shut up there. And the storm said, yes, sir, we didn't know you were here. We deal with people who don't know how to shut us up. But since you are here, we'll be calm. And Bible, if you read the Bible very carefully, in verse number 26, they said something. And then verse number 27, the Bible said, okay, 26, it said, and they arrived. They what? They arrived. Verse 26. They arrived immediately. 
There is no arrival without confrontation. They would have been going merry go round merry on the water like that for hours because they didn't know how to confront. When you fast, one of the things you receive is power. It's water. And that power is to confront the forces of darkness. But how do you use that power? You need to maximize the use of your faith. Do what? Verse 25, when Jesus rebuked the wind in 24, 25, he said unto them, the reason why I was able to do it and you could not do it for many hours is because he said, where is your faith? And they being afraid, wondered, saying one to another, what manner of man is this? That is not a normal person. How many of you here don't want to be normal again spiritually? What manner of man is this? For he commanded even the winds and water and they obey him. So Jesus said, I could have been sleeping if you people, you, you know what I already know. He woke up and just silenced the water. He said, when he, said, when he had done that, he asked him, he said, you people know, where is your faith? Where is it? Let me tell you something and we'll pray. In the midst of the storm, the disciples abandoned their faith. That's why Jesus came and asked them, you people, I know you have faith, but why did you refuse to use it? So it tells me that in the midst or in, at the height of the challenge, you can abandon your faith. You see that you have set your faith aside and you will just be laboring, 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 laboring. But labor without faith equals to more labor without a result. Are you following now? So Jesus came and said, oh, by you guys, I was sleeping because I thought that you already know what to do. But where is your faith? You should get to that point where you make sure that your faith is set before you before even the storms arise. I'm telling you this, in most fasting and prayer sessions going on around this time, we even take time to teach about faith. I'm telling you that Praying without having faith is a waste of time. The fasting doesn't even work. Isaiah 58 says, this is the fast I have chosen. That means that it is not every fast that is effective. So when you are praying like this, have faith. Have what? Bring your faith on whilst you are fasting. In your business. Especially in the time of the storm. I have seen that most of the time when people finish their fast or at the peak of their fast, that's when Satan wants to also act the more. Jesus came from 40 days, 40 nights. And the first guest he had was brother Satan. He said, hey, Ima, where did you go? He said, I'm from the wilderness, 40 days, 40 nights. He said, hey. So you mean you are the son of God? If you are the son of God, turn stone into bread. First temptation. 
challenging his identity to know whether he knows who he really is. After this fast, some things will try to come up against you. I'm just telling you ahead of time. So that you're not going to say that, hey, I don't even understand. When we just finished 14 days fast now, look at what is happening, my friend. That is for babies. Expect a guest. <laughs> expect a visitor. Tell somebody, expect a visitor. After the fast. And now tell somebody that know your weapons. You have the weapons. You have it. Moses also went to fast for 40 days, 40 nights. On top of the mountain. And when he came down at the foot of the mountain, what did he see? The people were worshipping a golden calf. The man went to my... Every time when you are coming from a fast, the first thing you are likely to see is devil. Golden calf is an idol. It's a devil. So, don't just be fasting and you don't know what is... Look, but if you can go beyond this golden calf and Satan throwing questions. You see, Satan came to throw questions and challenges. Questions and Some of you, some dreams that have been worrying you in this fast and believing God with you. That those dreams, they will be over. But in case they decide to come, defy them. That I'm seeing you, but I'm not recognizing you. That's all. It's not every, some people, when you see them, would be chiform also. As if they don't, is that also? You, you walk as if they, you didn't even see them. That's the kind of attitude you should have. Don't say, I don't understand though. Even when I, I fasted, and I, even the more the dream is coming, it's you that is paying attention to that dream. So Jesus said, where is your faith? Tell somebody you need your faith to come alive. Get it on. Tell somebody, get your faith on point. Need your faith, oh. The fast, sometimes we will fast for 14 days and the only person the fast will change is you. It's what? It's you. It will change your engine. It will change your carburetors. It will change your plugs. It will change your injectors. It will change your oil. It will change your all different things so that you can function properly on the road. Sometimes, sometimes the road might be still rugged, but the car has been serviced. So we can keep traveling. Are you following now? Sometimes, sometimes they won't construct the road. Just make sure that you are driving the right thing. So the fast might not change things around you. But thank God that the fast will always change you. And if you can allow the power of God to make alterations and upgrade in your life. It does not matter the portals, the potwells around. You will still get to your destination. Why? Because you are in good shape. You are in good condition. And most of the time, some cars break down because of potholes. Just bang into the pothole and then it's, the tire went off. So as we are fasting, we are fixing things together. Are you here?
Please, are you here? Now tell somebody, manage your expectations. Manage it. But the fast is not for just short-term matter. We have a whole year to go through. You need power to meet some things that are planned for you in June. Capacity to overcome them. As we are fasting, there is a greater purpose to the fast than the three days miracle we are looking for. That's why Jesus was so interested in turning stones into bread. This is too immediate. What I came here for is, is, is heavier than just turning stone into bread. There's no, it's a man shall not eat by bread alone. This, this is small compared to what I came here to do. There are miracles there. Blind eyes are here to open. Deaf ears are to go. The dead are about to rise. Why, why should I stop with just turning stone into bread? Are you here? If you have this understanding, fasting is a joy. Is what? Joy. Waiting upon the Lord is what? A joy. Some of the prayers we are praying today, we won't use the power today. We will need the power next three years. But it's important you make the investment now. Make the investment now. Make it now. Yeah. One of our sisters... Last Saturday, when I was coming to, coming for the morning flavor, when I was entering in, she was sitting there and I went to her, she's pregnant. I asked her, when is your time? She said, eh, my time is due, but they said, if by Tuesday and uh, nothing is showing, they will do CS for me. I said, forget about the CS. Within five seconds, she said, Pastor, did you hear, if by Tuesday, and nothing has happened. I said, why are you telling me CS twice within five seconds? He said, because I want you to hear. <laughs> I said, forget about the CS. You are going to give birth. So when we closed, I saw her and I called her back on her and she came to me again and said, how do you feel? I wanted to give her my mantle. So I, I gave her the mantle. I said, how are you feeling? He said, Pastor, they said, by Tuesday. He said, there's something I want to tell you. I said, what is it? He said, they said the baby is so big that I will need a, a surgery if nothing happens. He said, the baby is very big. And I said, eh. he said, that is why I need the CS if nothing comes out. I said, you give birth like a cocoa. <laughs> giving, giving birth to an egg. He said, but pastor, they said the baby is big. I said, I don't know. What I know is that we have been here too long now. Too long. See, some people in the church, when they are pregnant, I'm the one in prayer with them. I sense the Lord saying, let them do CS. I'll just be telling them, tell your daughter to do this CSO. One, one guy, the baby we dedicated last time, I'll just tell him, don't waste our time. Don't waste our time. Do this thing very quickly. Are you here? We call it spiritual intelligence. So on Tuesday, early in the morning, I was there, and then the husband called me. I couldn't pick. Then he sent me a message. He said, my wife has given birth. I said, hey. So when I called him back, I said, what happened? Did they do see So He said, no. When the house, she was saying, her water has broken by the time we got to the hospital. He said, this is the fastest birth I have ever seen. It's your first child. I said, I've never seen something like that. I said, how can you? 
So as they took her there, the nurse came out and said, my wife has given birth to a nice baby girl. I said, Tuesday. Oh, Kofi Naman, you're your neighbor. I said, but they didn't do the, do the CS. He said, no, she came back like that. So, and they said, some of the prayers we are praying now will need the power in the labor world. You need the power in the business transaction. When somebody is trying to cast a spell on you, you see that something from the reservoir will be answering that altar. Hey, stop this thing. Uh, talking normal matter. I don't come and influence anything. Are you following now? It's powerful. I was ministering to a woman recently. I said to her that the woman, I, you have put your money into a church for a long time. And you have been good to a lot of people. And you have been praying. But the devil wants to pursue your children outside of this country. So that anything you have gained in business and properties you have had, your children will not be interested in. The woman started crying. I said, Madam, why are you crying? He said, Pastor, I have only two children. They are all abroad. They came. I want them to come and take this big business. He said, no, the boy in Podia, I don't hear from him. The girl too, he came. He said, he's coming now. By the time I knew, she, she said, she's gone. I said, this thing makes you cry. She was crying. No? I said, let me tell you something. You have a sister. She has engineered all your children never to stay in this country. She's waiting for you. She, she's going to kill you and take over everything. Even the shop you did for your ch child to come in. When your child came and didn't stay, it's your sister you gave. He said, Pastor, yes, it's true. That my sister is a, I suck her. I don't know even how I brought her back. And she went to tell somebody that this one that her daughter has come, where is going to be my position? Wicked sister. I told the woman, I said, some prayers you have been praying before is the reason why your children are not dead. I saw, I saw that her arms giving her praying were interceding for her. What am I telling you? Some of the things we are handling now, you don't even need them now. You need them. Sometimes in, in your moment of weakness, that's when you need the energies you stored to be working for you. Are you here now? So when we say we are gathering to pray, some people is like, if we are not sharing toffee, I'm not coming. I'm not coming. You better come. You better come. Ask for toffee, dear. They don't share it every day. <laughs> but as we are praying, we are building capacity spiritually. Is God talking to somebody? So we are building it. This life is very complex. It's very, very complex. People who have known me, they have known me that I mean, I always like prayer. I don't think you are a pastor enough if you don't like prayer. You are not what? A pastor. Even Jesus, who is our high priest, he is still lived to intercede for us. That's, he's still praying. 
So if you are a reading pastor, you are not a pastor enough because the lecturers impose they read. Lecturers, don't they read? They read. You are just a lecturer. You are not a pastor. You can't pray. You are dead in the spirit. And Christian can be dead in the spirit. May you never be dead in Jesus' name. So this faith I'm telling you to just walk with is to confront things that come your way and refuse to take the nonsense of the devil. Refuse to what? Yes. When you, you see something supernatural or spiritual that is scaring you, you wake up and say, no, I'm a child of God. I've been bought by the blood of Jesus. Jesus did not save me for you to come and overcome me. It's not possible. By faith, I rebuke you. You can't do anything. Don't, don't be depressed. Don't mentally break down, psychologically break down, emotionally break down as if your God is dead. Where is your faith? Can you ask someone for me? Where is your faith? If you believe it, God will not deny you. If you what? Jesus believed it and there was calm. There was what? Look, we are special people in the sight of God. Oh. Peculiar people, the Bible said. A holy nation. So when we speak, and we are priests, the power, Bible said that the priest will speak and every strife and contention will be settled. When you speak, when you pray, you confront things. They say they, say they give you money, the money will kill you. It's a lie. They say they will kill you and take your property. It's a lie. They say, you marry from that family, you will die. Who says so? Who says so? Who is going to die? It's the witch that will die in that house. Don't be afraid. If you are afraid, they will take your land. If you are afraid, they will take your property. You are afraid, they will take your position. If you are afraid, they will take your opportunities. If you are afraid, ultimately, they will take your life. Job said, the thing I fear, pet. Is a thing that came unto me. Don't be afraid. How can you? you have Christ in you? You are afraid to die. Die of what? Be defeated of what? Face the thing. Praise the Lord. Recently, one sister was telling me about um, a family person who is very like hijra, 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 very, very by heart. It's like the matter, and he has to discuss the matter. He said, about the man. I don't like the, the way everyone knows that this one is like is like that. I said, sister, pray in tongues and go and say, uncle, I want us to sit and talk. She went and came back. He said, pastor, the thing shocked me. Oh. I prayed and called my uncle and I said, uncle, Afishapa, he was doing his this. He said, I want to see you for a discussion. He said, ordinarily, the man will misbehave. But he said, when he said, the man said, eh. <laughs> he was digesting it. <laughs> he said, uncle, did you hear what I said? He said, what did you say? He said, I want to see you for a discussion like immediately. He said, when? He said, like now. He said, what time? <laughs> he gave the uncle time. He said, was there when the uncle came? He was shocked. Somebody was owing somebody 
the person normally doesn't like to pay the money. I said, call him and instruct him that you want him to pay the money so, so, and so time now. So he, he was sure that when he called, the person said, okay, the next day you will hear from, and the next day he heard from the person. He said, use your power. Use your what? Our, you see, the more we grow and the more we encounter, we have experiences. Those experiences, eh, they, take, they take hold of our mind. And the more experiences you have in your mind, the lesser your faith works. That's why Jesus said you have to be like a baby. A baby doesn't have a lot on his, his or her mind. Once a baby believes my father is the strongest person, finish. Whether you can be the father or not, I'm going to tell my father. So sometimes they bring trouble that we cannot handle. Because they believe. Tell somebody, believe. And tell somebody, make a bigger request. And do heavier confrontations. Tell somebody, don't, don't cower. Don't break down. Don't just... It's powerful. Is it powerful? This faith is for you to believe what you believe in. Say what you want to say. And expect what you want to expect. And there shall be a result. If that is going to be your story, receive grace now. So confront things. My business is going to do well this year. I will have a strategic place to put my business. Don't just be crying. They don't buy here. They don't buy where? They don't buy where? These days, people even don't need to have shops. They are chasing them for goods. You, you have a shop, you are crying. You have to be strong. You have to be strong. If they bring on their juju, bring on your faith. Bring on your what? Please talk to me. Or bring on your what? Tell somebody, ask somebody, where is your faith? I know you are fasting, but where is your faith? You see, you need your faith because even you need your faith to believe in the potency of the fast. That as you are fasting, you are not starving yourself. That there is power released for things. I believe this, you know. I believe it with all my heart that it works. And it's always going to work. I said it's always going to work. This year, I see you walking in ease. Ease means that whatever you put your hands to, you shall see result. Shout a better amen here. I see ease. Ease. You're a woman here, your husband will love you. You're a man here, your wife will love you. A brother, you're a sister, you want to marry, it will happen. You want to do, buy a car for the first time in your life? You will buy the car. You will buy the land. You will buy the house. You want to start your business? You will start it. You want to see a promotion? You will see it. You want to see elevation? God will make it happen. And it will come with ease. Shout a better amen. One more time. Shout amen. Because some people, when they are doing a project, all they have in their mind is difficulty. It's an old experience, but we are in a new realm of new grace. 
in this new grace, I see it working for you. I said it's working for you, baby. It's going to work for you. Confess to yourself. Say, my faith is alive. And say, the benefit of my faith is to calm the storm and give me a peaceful life. Say, I'm another kind of a man. I'm not an ordinary person. When I speak and confront storms, they obey my voice and there is calm. This you need to believe whilst you are fasting. Can you imagine when I'm telling a demon, come out, I have no doubt in my mind. Why should a demon not obey me? And when I'm telling the demon to come out, it is not because in the morning I prayed. It is because the arrangement is that the demon must obey me. Do you understand? That is the arrangement. That's why that's the arrangement. That you are a child of God. And some things must work for you. That is the arrangement. You need to understand this. Don't beg anybody to marry you. That's not the arrangement. If they want to go, they keep telling you, I will go. One. Another time, if you do, I will go. Jesus, when he saw them asleep first time, second time, the third time, he told them that sleep, enough is enough. The third time, they said, I will go, my Please. I will go. Let the real karma come. Yes, I will go. I will go. It's too much. Am I begging you to marry me? Will you even get him? One, two, I will go. One, two, I will go. One, two, I will go. Or I will go now. You can't scare anybody. One, two. If you do, I will die. You. I beg you, I beg you, you know, we are, we are children of God. I beg you, I beg you, don't do this thing, you know, we are children. If you want to go, my friend. Boyfriend that is always threatening, I will go. Peka could you be master boyfriend. Get a lorry fare for that boyfriend. Oh yeah, away! If you beg someone to marry you, eh? You have to cut your head for the person to love you. Yes. Brother, look at me very well. <laughs> know that you are a child of God and certain divine arrangements have been made for you. Don't distort the design. The person you marry is there. This one that is misbehaving is a mistake. Don't let the mistake become the original. That's why you are there. They are abusing. They are beating you. They are beating you. They are beating you. They are beating you. You are, you are, you are, you are feeling like you are a goat. You are still there. Oh, who will love me? You know, he's the one who lost me. Maybe he even lost me. That's why he's jealous. He's a fool. How can, how can he beat you because he's jealous? Jealous. That's why you are beating. Did you give birth to the person? 
You know, some people, they beat them. They feel that is love. He, he loves me. That's why small thing. Uh, then he's what? Beating me. Then you quote a scripture. They that he loves, he chastises. Why do you name it? What's say Bible? Love means chastisement is a lie. Hey. <laughs> Love is yes for mutual respect and mutual enjoyment. Beating you is destroying your design. Verbally abusing you is chopping you down, putting you down. Always doing this, you come and say, I'm sorry. You go back and do it again. The fool is there. I'm going, I'll do it and I'll say, I'm sorry, and it will be okay. My friend, sit down. Stop this, your new poop thing you have been doing. You better heal. Or flee. When you are in courtship, dear, you have to open your eyes. That's why when you marry and the thing is going some way, we, we, we can't say much because the courtship, no, you were supposed to open your what? Wide. Sisters in the liar off. I'm preaching so. This is a demon's council. I said, Oh, Pastor, fast and so now what could they have for her? I said, Demons in the council, too much. And I do my children so when you go confront them. Is that also? I'm saying that a man is not a complete man if your mouth is bitter poisonous. You, instead of talking to demons that, hey, peace be still. Uh, your power is shutting women down. And letting demons loose. You are not a man. Some of the men you say that me manuya ya crachen oba. You have graduated. You are in Pantai or Ankafo right now as I'm talking. You are not even in a regular teaching hospital or a polyclinic. You have entered psychiatric hospital. That your mouth is more poisonous than a woman. We are not a man now. Hey. Ask somebody, where is your faith? I can't hear you. Ask somebody, where is your faith? You need to use your faith to regulate every area of your destiny. Praise the Lord. Regulate. 
don't be an emotional misfit psychological misfit spiritual misfit you are just there it's like you are not complete meanwhile we are complete in him our identity is taken from Christ not from the affirmation of people or whether you have comfort around you or you have battles around you as for us there will always be battles around us but God has also given us rest in the midst of the battles we have what If every time you are thinking about a problem as a child of God, you are not even like you are not. What are you? Bo? I mean, you are in your own house or you are in your own country and you are not at peace with yourself. What will happen when you find yourself in a foreign land? In your own country, it's like you have abandoned your rights and privileges. And you are, you are always like, you are never at peace. You are not content. You are not, you, you are some way. Some people are never, every time you see them, they are sitting on the edge. Those people have abandoned their word, faith. Jesus said, where is your faith? You have to be certain that even if you married and the marriage collapsed and you have three children, if you're a child of God and you want to marry again, the Bible says God will give you the desires of your heart. Okay, so if it has not come, let the storms know that you have settled in your heart that as a child of faith in Christ, this thing will happen. It will come to pass. I don't know when, but I know it will happen. You should settle this matter in your heart. So as you see, as have you, if you have watched a movie before and you are watching it for the second time, eh, you become calm because you know how the end will be. So this is how your prayers work when you know how the end result should be. Do you understand? But if you have not watched the head of Medusa before. And you are watching it for the first time. When Medusa, is it Medusa they call? When he just appears, hey! even in your room watching a TV, you say, hey, what is this? It's like all rasters are snakes. But if you have watched it before, you can just say, okay, here Medusa is going to come out, and this one too will come out from the bottle. And this one will come out. Okay, okay. I come here 10 minutes now. And then here from this distance, you go to this one. Kill a baby. And you know, like that or like that. Okay, the movie. Oh, I come five minutes now. I'm moving. Obi Craft Friar say, Mommy, five minutes. I'm coming. Like that. Say, you know the end of the matter. That's what faith is supposed to do to you. Say, my end is already settled. It's settled. It's settled. We are praying into the end of the... Like, we, as we are praying, uh, we are just getting to the end of the matter. The end which we already know registered. 
in our spirit to have watched a film before and expect a different end that is recorded that means that something is wrong with your mind though but what is written is what what is recorded is what recorded you watching it and thinking maybe another ending could be you have become the new director ideas is it's not live it's already what recorded it's powerful it's settled your children that you have supposed to give birth. I don't know when, no, but it will happen. Let people talk about you that you are the witchest of all witches. If you are a child of God, God will bless you to prove to all those people talking that they are not God. They are not what? So today is, is like the middle of the fast. And I want you to receive strength to use your faith. Use your faith. It is settled for me. You accept you are celibate. You say, oh me, I'm a Roman sister inside. I don't want to marry. I have a ministry not to marry. That's also fine. But if you ever want to marry, settle in your heart. That God will give you the best. God will give you what? You are a man. God will give you what it takes to marry. What it takes to be a man. Don't be too worried. Just be hard working. Work hard. Be diligent. Follow the Lord. Serve. You know. Honor God. Work hard. Spirit and flesh. As you are praying, you are working. As you are praying, you are what? Working. You will see ease. You will see what? Ease. It's powerful. Very powerful. I see children everywhere. Marriages everywhere. Properties everywhere. Promotions everywhere. You have an oil for easy life in Jesus' name. Receive it by the power of the Holy Ghost. Please rise up and put your hands together for the Lord. You have been listening to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keeper's House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keeper's House Chapel International podcast and audio rima at reverend francis Auburn. visit our website at www.kpshousechapel.org one word for further information call 0244-177-831 or 0204-916-168 or 0277-532-360 experiencing jesus birthing ministries